question coming mm-hmm. from an ignorant male. Mm-hmm. I was always told if you're trying to purchase stuff like that for yes. a female, yeah. you describe it in fruits. Like, oh, oh my right. wife is like a grapefruit or oh my life's like a large oh, orange. Oh, I've never had that. No. That's <laughs> so weird, that's though. that's totally something also, made up in my I mind feel like maybe. That wouldn't work. That's, what, like, that's but, what I read somewhere, I'm pretty sure. In Cosmo Max. <laughs> totally, what is it, GQ? Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You made it here, you found us somehow, you love romantic comedies, which is great because we do as well. So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have Meet Meet Bill. Bill. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, please leave a review. They help more people find us. And if you hear anything on any podcast that you want to talk more about, you want to be a part of the RCR fam, all that happens on our Instagram account. At Romcom Rewind, we got a uh, message from Christina there saying, I absolutely love your podcast. I'm not much of a podcast person, but I'm converted because of you. I now look forward to my commute to and from work. I get so excited to pick a movie to rewatch through you guys in the car. Thank you for reminding me about how absolutely awesome rom-coms are. They are amazing. She says, don't know if you consider this a rom-com, but John Tucker Must Die is one of my favorite movies. 100% it is. Absolutely it is. Yeah, I love that one. We've talked about it before, how Mm. we should do that one. Yeah. Put it on the list. And if you want to reach out like Christina at Rom-Com Rewind on Instagram, TikTok, email romcomrewind at gmail.com. So Meet Bill is a 2007 romantic comedy directed by Bernie Goldman. Meet Bill is the story of... You guessed it. It's the story of Bill, played by Aaron Eckert. Bill is a dissatisfied middle-aged man who works for his father-in-law, Mr. Jacoby's bank. No one really takes him seriously. He's kind of the black sheep of the family. He's the VP of human resources, a job they just made for him. He's really kind of pushed off to the side in many ways. We quickly find out that Bill's wife, Jess, played by Elizabeth Banks, is likely cheating on him with local news reporter Chip Johnson. He's on the scene, played by uh, (laughs) Timothy Olyphant. Meanwhile, Bill is taking this mentorship kid under his wing. The kid is played by Logan Lerman. And there's also a a romance with that kid and a mall retail worker, Lucy, played by Jessica Alba. So all this is kind of happening in conjunction. He's going through a little bit of a crisis. All of a sudden, this kid comes in. His world is turned into flux. And that's our lead-in for Meet Bill. What are your thoughts? God, I'm the blob. Move, I can't see. I hate that I'm working at their bank. Bill, I need five copies of this. I hate that I'm working at their bank. Bill, our kids from the mentor program are here. Hey, Bill. Is this your bank? Yeah, I have an ownership interest. You ever go just look at the cash? (gasps) Oh, sorry. Oh, this is uh, Chip Johnson. Nice to meet you. Bye, Jess. You know him? No. I mean, I do know. I met him today. My wife is sleeping with the -the on-the-scene news guy. In my mind, this movie had so much potential. Yeah. (laughs) And it just... It just fell flat for me. I think they had some really, really great actors. And they just... I don't know if the script wasn't strong enough um, or or what. But I just don't... I just don't get it. (laughs) The movie was fine. The ending, I, I was expecting more, 
um, the middle, I think I was expecting more. Wow. The beginning, the beginning and the setup was fine. It was good. Like it's weird. It's a very odd movie because there's parts of the movie that I'm like, Oh, okay. Like this is well done. And then there's other parts that I'm like, this is kind of cringy and kind of creepy. Sarah. (laughs) Wow. It's been a while since you've like disliked a film. It sounds like I, I don't know if I would watch it again. Okay. I don't think I would. Interesting. And it's not, and it's a, like I said, it's a weird movie because it's not that I hated it. So I think I like, I kind of agree with you with that said, I'm going to put this film in a different box than other films in that despite the fact that it had all these huge names, the budget for this was $5 million. Yeah, that's crazy. It like, they did not set out to make mm. a ton of money at the box office. In fact, when they released it, it didn't actually have a, have a theatrical release until it was shown at Toronto International Film Festival. And then people wow. were like, oh shit, like maybe we should, maybe we should try to sell this or something. So it's really one of those, despite the fact that it has a big cast, they didn't spend a ton of money on it. I don't think they set out to make this thing a massive hit. Mm. I think they set out to be like, let's just make something kind of weird and quirky and that's what it ends up being (laughs) now now that you mentioned that it was at tiff yeah like it i and i asked you this yesterday like is it on the cusp of an indie movie even though it has big actors is it on the cusp of an indie movie i don't know it might be i i agree and the thing is like because of the big names you're like well this isn't an indie film but the composition of the story Mm -hmm. feels like that though I mean, Matthew McConaughey did Mud, and that was an indie movie. But that was spectacular. And no, I, <laughs> yes, you're right. You're 100% right. Mud was really good. But like, but yeah, maybe it, it was like all these actors had time, read the script, were like, yeah, I could jump on board. I have some time in my schedule. I'll do a quick tiff indie film. Yeah. They probably had a bunch of like a wish list on their board. Like imagine if we had Kristen Wiig in this random role and like everybody said yes. And they're like, Oh shit. Now, now what do we do? Maybe, maybe this deserves a theatrical release. It's um, one thing I will say about it. It is very odd. And it's one of the (laughs) few movies like that. There are some films, most rom-coms, let's be honest. They wrap up all their bows at Mm -hmm, the end of the mm -hmm. movie. And then some leave some questions on the table on purpose. Yeah. This film, at the end of it, I'm like, do I have more questions than answers at the end of this? And the answer is yes. I have so many more questions that weren't explained. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's one thing I will say about it. However, you hit it right on the nail on the head. Like the cast is fantastic. Yeah. Aaron Eckhart is brilliant. Elizabeth Banks is never bad in anything. I, know, I, I love, find. I love her. She, right. She is so good. Same can be said about Kristen Wiig mm-hmm. and Jason Sudeikis, who kind of both have like this <laughs> random little so random recurring role here and there. <laughs> uh, Timothy Oliphant. He like, uh, he's one of my favorites actually. He's good in this. He plays a slightly unsavory character very well. Yes. Like I I don't absolutely dislike him, but I just dislike him a little bit by design. Right. Like he's a character you're supposed to Mm -hmm. like uh, catch and release. It's like, ah, I just don't quite like you. But by the end of it, I love you. This one, I don't love him by the end of it, but. But it's, but you don't hate him. That's right. This this movie, 
throughout like his his character throughout it it's not like you hate him you're like oh i shouldn't like that guy i don't really like that guy but it's like i don't hate him yeah because he's just there that's i think that's what it is they're all just there oh and i haven't even gotten to jessica alba and logan lerman who are the definition of just there in this film that those two they're just there there's so many characters that are just there and there in fact 80 percent of the questions that i have after after this movie are entirely those two which we can get to but let's dive into (laughs) meet bill <laughs> okay, so Bill is in a family he hates, a job he hates, and a relationship he doesn't quite particularly like. I'm not going to say he doesn't he hates it because he does still love his wife Jessica. But he doesn't particularly like where they're at. So his family that he is um married into is opening and this is kind of like the opening I guess, sequence of the movie. His family that he's married into is opening a family chapel at their old Tate High School. Um, And at the opening, uh, the principal runs into Bill in the bathroom and asks if he wants to become a mentor to one of the students. And of course, he like is taken aback. So he agrees. And he's matched with the kid who he actually covers for when um, the kid flushes weed down the toilet and the principal comes in looking for him. So a few days later... Um, Can we just clarify, by the way, the kid never has a name. No, he doesn't. Actually, in the credits... I, I we watched this on Amazon Prime yeah. Video, and while watching, I like paused it at one point, and I noticed the kid, Logan Lerman. Right. Like, what the? Do they <laughs> do they not ever give him a name? And then I looked it up. No, they never give no. this person a name. This person who's like the third biggest character yes, in the movie, maybe. I would say. I would yeah. say yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Second, third, second yeah. or third, mm-hmm. somewhere around Elizabeth Banks. It's like Aaron Eckhart, and then those two are pretty yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah, so he is known as the kid in this movie. Um, And so I would say the whole opening of this, like, family chapel is awkward. You can definitely tell, like Devin said, he's the black sheep of the family. He's, you know, pictures. He's kind of just on the outside of it. Um, You know, when the newscast um, captures him, it's just his gut (laughs) hanging off his body. Which is hilarious. Yeah, it is. Um, He's just a really unhappy person in where he's at in his life um so a few days later the kid uh, meets him at where he works which is the bank this is uh he's meeting bill and bill tells him you know what i can't mentor you my schedule's too busy which it's 100 percent not but he just doesn't want to handle something else added to his crappy life <laughs> so <laughs> can we can we talk one more thing about the kid played yes, by logan Lerman? absolutely what hairstyle does the kid have in this movie justin bieber Oh, close, Sarah. So close. (laughs) And in fact, the Justin Bieber, I think, is inspired by what the actual haircut is. The actual haircut, the kid is wearing the Amanda Bynes, she's the man haircut. It's almost... (laughs) It is. I I can't get it out of my head. The whole time I was watching it, I'm like, that's almost Amanda Bynes. Guys, it's the same haircut. Also, Amanda Bynes always wearing like a school person uniform. yeah. It's weird. We should do a side-by-side comparison on our Instagram. Freaks me out a little bit. Who wore it better? Yeah. Who wore it better? Amanda Bynes, She's the Man, or Logan Lerman, the kid in Meet the Bill. Meet Meet Bill. Oh, that's great. (laughs) We we should. I like it. So Bill gets home and it turns out that his wife is cheating on him. He overhears her on the phone saying, oh yeah, they're going hunting this week. Come over 10 a.m. They'll be gone. And also, side note, he Bill has a wild addiction to candy bars and sugar. Specifically Snickers. He has a, a whole cupboard that's just, I think, filled with Snickers at his Snickers. office bar. Yeah, office, he eats Snickers all the time. Right. 
So the next morning, Jess is going to tennis and Bill asks if they should diversify their finances. And this is kind of something that's ongoing with Bill. I think it's he thinks that if he leaves the bank and finds a different job, he'll be a little bit more fulfilled in life. So because of his sugar addiction, he wants to open a sweet suite, which is a donut shop. He wants to get a franchise of this sweet suite and open it. The catch is, is that they don't do anything. Bill and Jessica don't do anything without Jessica's father approving it. So Bill goes to talk to Jess's dad and he says like, no, why would anybody want to own a donut shop? So that's not happening. Um, But Bill does say like, shouldn't we be less dependent on your dad? So at work, the kid shows up and so are two other kids. And so we find out that through this school program, Bill's father-in-law and uh, brother-in-law are also mentoring, but they've decided that um, <laughs> that the, when the two other kids they are there, he they will be grouped in with the kid, and Bill will take care of them throughout the day. It's a classic thing with Bill's job. They're just, oh, what's the extra shit we can give this guy? Because we have no idea what to do with him. So Bill does meet with the donut people, and it's Kristen Wiig and Jason Sudeikis. And Hilarious. It is. And... and They say, you know what, your finances look good, but we can move forward to the next steps in your venture. You have to come to a main store and bring your wife. And then, you know, because she is listed as co-owner of all of your assets. So, of course, in the background of that, if they were to split, she would have half of everything. So the kid goes, uh, we we see the kid go to a lingerie store and he buys (laughs) underwear for Jessica Alba's character, Lucy. She's a sales associate there. This storyline is really weird. Is that it? Do you like them? They're fine. Would you ever wear them? Sure. Do you ever wear them? It's gonna be 2875. Do you want them or not? Chat of 30? Actually, I bought them for you. I'm gonna throw something into the mix on the pod. I don't think we've ever discussed. Sarah used to work at a laundry store. A, a, a laundry store. Oh, shit. Yes, a laundry <laughs> store. My bad, my bad. I mean, I actually used to work at a laundry place for a day. Remember? Like a laundryman? Remember a day? I got I got never paid. <laughs> but anyway. Okay, that's really? Yeah, oh, I, I forgot all story. about that. Yeah, anyway. Well, more interesting yes. is that you have played the role of Lucy, Jessica Alba, I have. in real life. You've yes. worked at a lingerie store. I have. In this movie, the kid rolls in and he purchases lingerie (laughs) from Jessica Alba's character. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, that's for you. (laughs) He pieces out. Mm -hmm. Which like, I mean, I guess there's a little bit of swagger. There's a little bit of riz coming from the kid, but there's no way it's not (sighs) creepy. No. You know? Yeah. And before we dive into this part, the one thing that gets me is that either they should have made his character a little older or made her character a little younger because the age gap is is what is ick about it. They're in real life they're ten years apart. That's not terrible. But, well if he's but a high in, school kid in high school, yes. No, I mean like they should have made him a college exactly. kid and then that would feel a little less Yeah, or her weird. like first like it's just it's too it's too weird. But anyway Weirdest lingerie stories from Sarah. Your own personal experience. Do you have one of these? Did a kid <laughs> buy you lingerie ever? No, God no. The funniest thing was when men would come in and ask what size should they buy their wives bra let's say and we'd say okay well what size is she i don't know and then they'd hold up their phone with a picture of their wife 
just their boobs oh. and say, I don't know what size are they. Oh, no. And it was Wait, wait, wait. Like fully naked. nude? Yes. No. Yes. Stop it. Yes. Sarah, that's so inappropriate. I know. I Here's know. my wife's tits. Yeah. Put some bra. hundred percent. What size is she? I don't know. What size is she? And they'd hold up their phone and, and say, can you tell? Um, I don't really want to look at that. Like, I don't know. Go home, ask her and then come back and tell me or go home and check her own bras that she has. Has a guy ever been like, she's about your size. What size are you? Oh, not to me, but I feel like they did to another. St- uh, now you say that and I feel like. It's on like the tip of my memory, not me personally, but I feel like I've heard that story before. Uh, okay. Question coming mm-hmm. from a ignorant male. Mm-hmm. I was always told if you're trying to purchase stuff like that for yes. a female, yeah. you describe it in fruits. Like, oh, oh my right. wife is like a grapefruit or, oh, my life's like a large oh, orange. Oh, I've never had that. No. That's <laughs> so weird, that's, though. that's totally something and made also, up in my I mind. Like maybe that wouldn't work. That's, what I, that's but, what I read somewhere, I'm pretty sure. In Cosmo Magazine. <laughs> honestly. Totally in G, what is it, GQ? <laughs> like Max of Magazine or oh so, whatever the God. male equivalent is. I'm pretty Absurd. sure they said that. Okay, so that's, that's wrong is what I'm getting. <laughs> melons. Yeah. What kind of melons, sir? <laughs> well, the cantaloupe, you could have a, yeah, you're right. You're Honeydew. Right. Oh, God. Okay. Glad I didn't yeah. actually do that. Yeah, no, There. you know what, though? It was like... An interesting place to work. And the weirdest thing was when people returned lingerie. Obviously, we would never resell it. That was just, yeah, obviously. But it was, like, gross when people would return. And, like, they'd have it for a while, and then they'd return it. Like, it was just, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not okay. So the kid (laughs) purchases Lucy some lingerie. Uh And that's the introduction to Lucy in the film. And, And at first, you're like, okay, is this... Is this Bill's love interest? That's what I thought too. You know, like we we kind of understand now that Jessica might be cheating on Bill, and so like, okay, this this is something that can be you know move forward with. Good for Bill, Jessica Alba, woohoo! So Bill goes to, and this is kind of ongoing. So. In another scene, Bill goes to the store that his brother owns. It's a sporting goods store and picks up the guns for the hunting weekend. He's going hunting with his father-in-law and brother-in-law. And he asks his brother if he can borrow his video camera. So Bill goes home and sets it up in his bedroom to see if he can catch his wife cheating on him while he's gone hunting. Oh, yeah. She definitely is. With Chip Johnson. With Chip Johnson on the scene. Newscaster. In her... I was going to make a weird joke. Okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say like in her vagina, you know? He's, oh. He's on the scene. Oh my God. <laughs> in there. Yep. Right up in there. I was going to say like, it's weird that Chip is wearing Bill's shirt or, or no, no, no. She's wearing Bill's shirt. Yeah. She's wearing Bill's shirt. That feels. Yeah. 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 His wife, Jessica wants the tape, but he won't give it to her. And he sees on TV that Chip is currently at a hospital doing news coverage. So Bill goes to this hospital and hits him, punches him in the face, and he ends up in jail. And everybody there at at the precinct has watched this video and his little acorn. Yeah, there's a comment about Bill's acorn. The video is now circulating a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, it's Jessica cheating on Bill with Chip Johnson. Yes, yes. And like at this point, everyone has seen the video. I, like what we all know what Bill's supposed to do in this scenario, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. What does he do? Well, like if he's cheating on him, like 
your wife has half your assets. So if you were to leave her, thank you. You can prove yes. that she's cheating and is unfaithful. So you bring it straight to a lawyer. Exactly. Don't punch the guy. I know. What are you doing? Okay, I'm glad we're on the same oh way. I was like, okay, so I see what happens here. You know, Jessica Alba's the the love interest. Okay, and then he goes to a lawyer and and he doesn't have because why plant the seed that she has half of his assets if you're not going to do anything with that storyline? Or maybe it's just Bill's a little bit of an idiot. Or yeah, <laughs> and here's how yeah. stupid he is everybody's screaming what you should do yeah and maybe maybe it, it goes back to his his life that he has put on basically autopilot yeah like he is he is on autopilot and has been for so long he doesn't he needs to like be shaken out of it mm-hmm. by the kid by the kid yes so Bill shows up for his mentor thing and everybody knows that this is the guy the deranged fan is what he's deemed That's now. how they spin it on yeah. the news station. And instead of everybody like making fun of him as he walks into the gym for this m- big mentor meeting, um, the kid starts clapping and saves him from embarrassment. This kid is stellar. Like he just saves him from embarrassment. I love his little attitude. Like he's just funny. His little man to binds haircut, you know? <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. He's and his man, little yeah. outfit. <laughs> so... <laughs> His wife basically, Bill's wife thinks it's over, you know, and I'm just like, what was you, Jessica? You're the one who had the affair. You got caught for it. And now you're like, oh, I'm distraught. My life is over. And I'm like, yeah, you got to reap what you sow. You're still filthy rich. I think you're going to get over it. Yeah. So at this point, Bill drives over to Chip's house to talk to them about the videotape because that's what Jessica wants to do. And Bill follows Jessica there and starts shooting at his house. This is my best scene. The gun down! Hey, news guy! We're on the scene. It's your house. Because of how ridiculous and chaotic. And the little piece that I like about it that Jessica mentions later is that Bill doesn't like hunting with his fa- with his family. And his family always kind of thinks less of him because he can never shoot a duck. Exactly. He can't he can't shoot worth his life. But really, he can. I never lied to you. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, you've never managed to clip a feather, let alone bring home a duck. But you just hit two four-inch targets from 30 yards. Who's the liar? So Bill, it's building a little bit of a story that he's not a total schmuck. Yeah. So Bill attacks Chip, and one thing that becomes a recurring joke through the rest of the movie. Like apologize, like apologize to my wife, and that becomes like the catch line yeah. for Bill. People exactly. see him out in the street, and they're like, "Hey, apologize!" You know, they love it. People I think that it. Bill's hilarious. Yes, yes. Even and though it's extremely, it's a horrible time in his life. He's going through a crisis. His wife is cheating on him, but people are like, "Hey, you're the apologize guy." Yeah, <laughs> apologize, beep beep. <laughs> driving away. Like it was just. It's. I liked that part of that too. And oh, and side note, uh, Chip does have a restraining order against him. Yeah. So Jess also took a restraining order, a restraining order out on him as well. Um, but his father-in-law says, you know what? Dinner's on Sunday. You guys have to work it out and come together. So all of this is kind of happening. Bill also has the sweet, sweet donut people um, to check out the location and they want to see his offices. So that's kind of happening as well. Bill brings them quickly to the, to his offices and then he somehow gets them out, which is nice. 
The kid is really great to Bill. He even goes up to the uh, top of the building and fixes his face that has kind of the sign where his face is covered. He fixes that, kind of gives him, I, I find the kid kind of starts to give him his dignity back. And the in, kid was the reason ways. they got out of the, because they're like, oh, we'd love to see you around the place a little bit more. And the kid chimes in. He's like, yeah. oh, they don't do tours here. Yeah. He saves Bill on more than one occasion. Yes. So they end up going to Bill and, and the kid end up going to the sporting goods store that his brother owns. And the kid tells him that in order to get his wife back, he needs to get a new hottie. And um, he's got just the one. He has just the one. His his love interest, which is Interesting. Jessica Alba, Lucy. Lucy. And all the while, uh, Bill is not actually staying at home anymore since Jessica has a restraining order on him. He's actually staying at his brother Sergeant's house and uh, his uh, husband, Paul. They d- kind of decide that he needs new clothes. He needs, you know, his his hair needs to be fixed up. It all, all in time for the family dinner in which Bill will be going to pick up Jessica at 7 p.m., uh, which Jessica has agreed to kind of go together and, and have a mutual understanding and, and no fighting kind of thing. So at the lingerie store, the kid has convinced uh, Lucy to help Bill choose some clothes um, after, of course, the kid has paid Lucy. The lingerie store, a very weird scene happens around this time where um, Lucy has convinced the kid to um, do like a fashion show with women's underwear <laughs> Um, but it's just, it, it's not that he, it's, the whole thing is weird just because of their like age gap and what's happening. It's just odd. And he's pining over her and yeah. she's kind of just whisking him away. And then she's like, but if you try on some of this lingerie, maybe, right. maybe I'd I'll be go your on a, friend. Maybe I'll go on a date with you. Yes, that's right. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know why it was added in the movie. Like, <laughs> I don't think it was needed. It's just a quirky indie film. But it's there. You know, that scene is there. Yeah. Um, so Bill picks up Jessica at um, their house and um, gives her a gift and it's lingerie from the shop. Um, and then they, they head to the family dinner and they find out that Jessica's father, uh, Bill's father-in-law, is running for mayor and that everyone will be staying as a family and no one will be leaving anyone. Yes, and there's this really funny back and forth with um, Bill's brother-in-law. I guess he finds right. a pearl, I'm assuming, in an oyster or something. No, no, it's from the shotgun from them shooting oh, the duck. Oh, it was a pellet. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. So he tries mm. to make him eat it. Yes. And Bill's like, no, but I think we get the impression that they don't get told no by Bill often, and it's right. this back and forth. Bill's like, no, and the brother-in-law's like, eat it. And... Um, Bill's slowly starting to stand up for himself, just a tiny bit. Yeah, I think, and I think the brother-in-law was taken aback by that, which he's, he is such a douche, but anyway. Um, after dinner, Bill and Jessica, they decide to go out for late night coffee. And as planned, uh, Lucy shows up and says, oh, hi, Bill. Oh my gosh. And they kind of flirt in front of Jessica and you can tell that Jessica is jealous, which I think was the ultimate goal. Of course. So the next day, Bill has his meeting with Sweet Sweet owners, uh, Jane and Jim, and they realize, Bill realizes that he's not going to have Jessica to come with him, which is what they want. So he brings Lucy along, posing as his wife, Jessica, and the kid also joins. The kid is everywhere in his life. The kid, yeah. Can, can I ask you some questions? What do we know about the kid? 
Um, we know. Give me the full list of things. We know you... he goes. We know he smokes yeah. pot. We know he goes to Tate High School. Mm-hmm. We know he's a high schooler. <laughs> we know he uh, likes. We know he likes Lucy. Um, he likes buying lingerie for her. Uh huh. He likes money. He likes. He has a lot of money. An astute observation, by the way. Mm-hmm. He goes to high school, so he therefore <laughs> must be a high schooler. What we're getting from this is that we know nothing yeah, about this pretty kid. Much. So I want to go through the <laughs> list. The ultimate list of most inexplicable backstories in a film. Okay. Because I think the kid should make the list. The kid gets there alongside Benjamin Button from The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. And let me explain. Okay. It's a beautiful film. (laughs) Yeah. But literally, if you watch it, they're like, okay, this dude's born as an old man. Right. He ages backwards. (laughs) Deal with it. That's it. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no explanation at the end of it. It's like, this is just happening. Maybe the book explains it more. I don't know. Like, even the friggin' Age of Adeline has this whole, like, her heart rate went down. She got electrocuted. And, that like, there was a little bit of reason Right, right. There was, like, some scientific reasoning. Which is definitely untrue. Obviously not real scientific. But They tried. Yeah, They tried. They gave a backstory. Uh, Next one on the list, uh, Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. Eccentric. Ch- chocolatier, chocolate factory owner. Right. Does he have a wife? No. What are the Oompa Loompas? Right. Do, okay, one thing. Several questions are around the Willy Wonka situation. Okay, I haven't rewatched Willy Wonka in so long. Not since Which childhood. One? Like the original. The original. OG. And I also haven't watched the, the Johnny Depp one either. Okay. Mm, Do the people die? Yes. Like when when they're like lost in the factory and he's well, like, oh, they're going down the, the chute. They, they shouldn't have eaten the chocolate or whatever. Um, I believe so but in my mind i feel like one of two survive possibly but like but they're yeah dying, ultimately right? they're dying yes yeah i think that's kind of the yeah the what is his it. insurance like guys oh, I don't the liability in that factory must be unbelievable the waivers they would have had to sign you, to enter exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> totally inexplicable oh my god uh last one edward scissorhands mm, guy yeah. scissors for hands Lots of them are around johnny depp tim burton eh I guess so. I mean, Willy Wonka existed before Johnny yes, Depp, I know, so I know. he just fit into the role, right. I guess. Well, and Tim Burton did, did <laughs> Tim like, Burton do that one? It doesn't really make sense. Right. Uh, Johnny Depp, he'll be Willy Wonka now. And yeah. he'll have scissors. I mean, yeah, scissors <laughs> for hands. He'll be down for that. And interestingly, he was also in the movie Chocolat. And then you have the kid in this film who right. does he even have parents? I, was you know, it like an immaculate conception? He's I mean, like a Jesus. He I, just appeared. I think he his, just exists. I feel like his parents are very um, uh, not. I feel like they're very busy. They're very absent in his but life. See, and you're upbringing. explaining that the film doesn't explain. That. I know. I know. He I just know. apparates into place. He's like a Harry Potter wizard. Like he just I appears. Said, great actors. The script is missing a little a little bit here and there. It's just indie quirkiness, you know? Sure. It's, yeah, indie quirkiness. I like that. Let's coin that. This movie is indie quirkiness. So at this point, (laughs) we have Jessica, a little tiny bit jealous about Lucy Mm -hmm. and Bill, potential. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually go through um, pulling it off with Lucy posing as Jessica, and he gets the franchise. And um, they then go to pick up fireworks. Yeah. So 
after they he receives you know the good news you got the franchise whatever he was also tasked by his father-in-law to go and pick up fireworks for a picnic that's upcoming where he was going to announce or where he is going to announce that he is going to run for mayor and he kind of he kind of makes a point to bill saying don't screw this up hmm. foreshadowing uh yeah a little bit um and so he he goes to put in this order at this firework place uh, company and the kid goes and actually makes an additional order to his order without Bill knowing and puts it all in his car. Doubles up the fireworks. And then they get high. Okay. I love this. They get high. They go rock climbing. Yeah. I have for you the list of Worst activities, places, things to do or partake in while being high. Mm, I now, like I'm, this. I'm going to exclude anything that's strictly illegal. Like, obviously, obviously. don't drive. Right. But, but um, run around in a sporting goods store owned by your brother and be ridiculously laughing. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think's on this list, by the way? I just made this list gut feeling. Skydiving. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, extreme sports that involve heights. Yeah. That's skydiving. Mm. That's this rock climbing. Yeah. Absolutely. You should not have that. That was a stupid idea. Like if anybody actually got high and directed this movie, they'd be like, oh yeah. Like if I'm high and I'm rock climbing, I'm going to look down and freak out a little bit. That's not a good mix. No. He's also in a suit the whole time. Yeah. I I know. Uh, you guessed right once anything else on the list. Oh, um, Going to a fancy restaurant? Uh, I feel like you wouldn't want to do that when you're high. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so I've got, uh, don't go grocery store shopping when you're high. Oh, I mean, you'd buy the whole store. You'd buy, yeah. Just <laughs> everything gluttonous. I feel like lots of cheese and crackers. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and is, chips. Is that what you go with? I don't know. Cheese I, just, I love cheese. My God, you fancy, huh? I love you, cheese. <laughs> little charcuts. Uh, don't <laughs> respond to, a little charcuts. Don't respond to work emails. No, that's a horrible idea. Terrible idea. <laughs> oh, God. Do not uh, watch any dramas. Like, imagine a zombie. Oh, don't watch a horror. Don't ro- watch a horror. Don't watch anything like that while high. Uh, I said extreme sports, but like speci- specifically that involve heights because right. like uh, there are a lot of snowboarders or skiers yes. who partake in those activities. And it's lovely because you can do that as a at a leisurely pace. Right. Love that. <laughs> Um, it's just when you involve heights. No parasailing or skydiving or bungee jumping or, um, you could go sailing, but don't go parasailing. Exactly. Right. Okay. Um, don't watch any show with police or drugs or both like cops or border (laughs) wars. It's an easy way to get paranoid. Border security. Don't do anything new is some advice I would give as well. Like, don't try, like, hey, you know what? I've I've never juggled knives before. Yeah, well, it's not a good time to start. I'm thinking of, like, of like lighting knives on fire as well. Or, like... Um, Glad you said it, Sarah. Oh, okay. Anything what? involving heat or open flame, <laughs> also on the list. <laughs> like I said, cheese and crackers don't make pierogies or dumplings. <laughs> Right? Like, you know, choose one Your or the other. Your mind is going to strange places, right? Are you hungry right now? <laughs> I'm all, yeah, I Okay, am. you are yeah, a little hungry. I'm yeah, hungry. okay, I can tell. Because <laughs> <laughs> most people, you're like, okay, don't go grocery shopping while right. high. And you're like, right, 
chips <laughs> and you're like, ooh, a little charcuterie board, you know, get some nice cheese, some crackers, it's a little true. bit of red pepper you jelly what, in there. It's like, it's terrible because I go grocery shopping when I'm hungry all the time. And there are many times I've come home where Devin's like, what did you buy? You bought, you bought 50 two bite brownies. Holy shit. Yeah. Remember that there was that one time where you went to go pick up literally two things uh-huh. Sarah had to grab. Mm-hmm. She came home with like a Costco sized thing of Ritz crackers. Yeah. Ritz cheese crackers. Like yep, the mini delicious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why? And two bite brownies. Anyway. So they're high and they're rock climbing. I hate it. And so they end up heading back to um, the office where Bill works and Jessica shows up and Lucy and the kid are there as well. They're just always there. I mean, I think Lucy has now moved on from her job at the lingerie shop and just hangs out with them. Totally joking. However, she's always there now. Um, And they end up, uh, Jessica ends up leaving because she thinks that something's going on with Bill and Lucy and she's still jealous. So Lucy, that night they end up deciding that they're going to, they're going to have a fun time and, and hang out and whatever. So Lucy ends up calling her friend to come to the tent. And the kid convinces Bill that it's a good idea f- to let Lucy's friend come because he could possibly get lucky, which is what he needs. My best scene. Okay. This is, again, another, like, interesting scene. The tent scene makes no sense. No. So we've got we've got Lucy. We've got Lucy's friend. Also, he's living in a tent right now. Yeah, he's living in a tent in his brother's backyard. <laughs> yeah, Lucy, her friend. Right. Younger than them is the kid who's there who invited them, which like if I'm Lucy's friend, I'm like, what are we doing here with a middle aged man and a a high high schooler? schooler. Like, what is going on? It's all weird. But here, let me show you my new boob job that I have. Yes. And then (laughs) they start smoking weed. What? And 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 then dancing. And then they start dancing. It was just. (laughs) It was so weird. And I really think this film is like, let's just get into the hilarity of the bizarre and I embraced it in this scene. I'm like, stop asking the question why, because you'll never stop asking why. This is just weird and silly. It's definitely weird. <laughs> Sarah yawned that entire time I was explaining that. <laughs> and she did not stop. <laughs> Uh, the tent scene was not your favorite hey no it was a whole bunch of weird like it was just an odd scene i don't know why again it was in the movie like what did it all it did was show that he got laid wait who got laid well they made out anyway oh they made it come on sarah it's not getting laid though okay Okay, I know what that I know what that means. Thank you. Do you want you. me to explain? No. First base. All I'm saying is like out. that was the whole point of it, so I just assumed that they slept together. It's the day of the picnic. <laughs> okay. And Bill brings the kid and Lucy, because why not? Brings bring them everywhere. And Jessica's there, and so is Chip. So we have like a whole mess waiting to happen. And then the one of the other students that's being mentored by the father in law. Brings Jane and Jim from Sweet Sweet, which again, I have a question. How did you know that they were in Bill's life? Could be invited to the picnic. Like, yeah. Also, like, why are you going through so much work to figure out who to get as a franchisee? They're like social workers. They're just showing up unannounced places. Like, like I don't, what is happening? Yeah. Anyway. Um, and so Bill realizes that he has to get Jess out because 
They're going to figure out that Jess, like Lucy is not Jess. Exactly. Jess is pissed that Lucy's there. He's pissed that Chip's there covering it. It's all horrible. Yeah, Chip is on the scene. But um, (laughs) he gets too close to both Jess and Chip, and then security takes him away, saying that he was supposed to be 50 yards away from them at all times. So he ends up taking off in his Jeep, and he ends up crashing his car into... Into like, yeah, into the forest, into a tree. He hits a tree. And what's in the back of his Jeep? All those fireworks. All those fireworks. And they start going off. And it creates like a big scene back at the picnic while his brother-in-law is trying to give his stupid speech. And it's interrupted by all these fireworks. So the kid comes around again, saving Bill with his golf cart. (laughs) Hilarious. And they head to the hospital because Bill obviously needs help. Yeah, they rip down the highway in that golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Lucy shows up at the hospital and gives a whole bunch of money back to the to the kids saying, you know what, you don't have to pay me to be your friend. We're going to be friends, nothing more, which I don't know why she had to explain that to him. Um, and that's it. And then Jessica shows up in Bill's hospital room saying that, um, you know, her father had to cancel the announcement, announcing that he was going to be running for mayor. Um, and the whole golf course is a disaster up in flames, which is hilarious. And Bill says, you know what? Like, I don't really care about what your father thinks anymore. And he tells her, you know what, Jessica? Like, we shouldn't be together. He doesn't blatantly say this, but it it's implied that our lives suck. Like, we need to move on. He cuts his hair. Since swimming, he's lost, you know, the gut that we saw in the beginning. And he resigns from the bank. And he goes to Sweet Sweet and... He's actually going to, he planned to decline the franchise, but Jessica's there and has convinced Jane and Jim to give him the franchise. And Jess tells him after the meeting, you know what? You look great. And he tells Jessica, you keep the sweet, sweet franchise. I don't even know this is actually what I wanted. Um, and they kind of move on. They sell the house. I, you know, we, we kind of, it's implied that they separate and, and, He moves on to figure out what's next. He does give some advice to the kid, though, at the end, saying, you know, if you if you coast in life, you're going to wake up one day and realize that you've coasted and you've missed opportunities to to do something that you want with your life. So don't do that. So, yeah. And that's how our movie wraps up. I will say, though, (laughs) one thing. Yeah. That the kid basically brought Bill out of his funk. And taught him, you know, not to coast in life, et cetera. They could have at least then given him a name. That's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was the reason why Bill came out of the funk. Bill got a name, but the kid didn't. Oh, that's just my thing. You know, Bill got a name that's in the title. We're, yeah. we're meeting Bill this whole time. We've met him. Quick facts. Logan Lerman's character, the kid, has no name because he is intended to represent Bill's inner child, Arrested Development, and ultimately contrast his dissatisfaction with his life. The similar contemporary hairstyles are to invoke a parallel between the characters to show where Bill began and the kid may end up, respectively. I wonder if there's a fan theory out there that says that, like, the kid is just all oh, we got Bill's some. We got head. some, like, looper. Or, or like a fight club. Yeah. It's just another part of his own personality or something mm. like that. Could be. Interesting. In the movie, Bill's father-in-law's character is named John Jacoby. Jan Jacoby is the head of the MICDS middle school where many of the Tate Academy scenes were shot. The movie is also known as Starting Over. Honorable mentions. My honorable mention is The Kid With No Name. 
Oh my God, I thought you were going to honorably mention Kristen Wiig and Jason Sudeikis. I was going to, but then I, I'm not. Yeah. I, the kid with no name. He was part, one of the best parts of this movie. <laughs> He's my what should have been. We'll talk He's more about him. Been? Yeah. Okay. My honorable mention, however, I thought for sure you do. I, I even have it written down. The easy ones, Kristen Wiig and Jason Sudeikis. I mean, they were great. And I loved, I did love that they were in this movie, but like low key. Cause like, it, it was a nice surprise to see them. I mean, I knew they were in the movie, but I was like, oh, these are the characters that they're going to be playing. Fun. Right. That's the easy one. The actual honorable mention in this film mm-hmm. is the Snickers product placement. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're so right. I'm convinced how, this is how that movie made all its money <laughs> and paid for all these people. It's only a budget of $5 million, but it only right. made $364,000 at the box office because wow. it was a limited run. 36 theaters carried this movie. Oh. Okay, so. so it totally is an indie movie. Oh, it's totally indie. Um, I, I like totally went the other way with it when you were like, no, it's not an indie movie. And I'm like, yeah, that was like outside the podcast. We okay, talked about yeah. it. I'm like, No, it's not. And then yeah. I looked it up. I'm like, yeah, it kinda I'm is. pretty sure. It was. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I feel like this is indie vibes. Validated. Um, I'm convinced Snickers kicked in the extra, what, 400? I was going to say 4 million. F- <laughs> yeah, 4 million. <laughs> Five hundred thousand. I'm so bad at math. Anyway, if you watch this, drink every time somebody's eating a Snickers. I love and especially like they show the logo clearly multiple Mm -hmm. times. Yeah, what should have been? I wish the script had been stronger, but I also wish like the whole entire movie is about how dissatisfied Bill is with his life. I wish there was an aspect of rom com in it, so at least it would give the story a bit of closure. You know, like, anyway, for me, but... I agree. I agree. My, what should have been, is just, like, I have so many questions at the end of this. Mainly about the kid. Who is the kid? Who are his parents? Why does he exist? Where is he? I actually like, I'm building it in my mind, a fan theory of him just being Bill's young alter ego, maybe. All right, I like that. He's just all imagined in Bill's head, because then it explains a lot more, to be quite honest. (laughs) Yeah. Why does Bill want his cheating wife back? Like she loves her, but yeah. she's blatantly like all about chip for the first, for sure. And I feel like she also just genuinely doesn't really like him at times. Oh, at the beginning of the movie, the, the disinterest you see between the two of them is, is very blatantly obvious. Yes. Um, but I find as the movie continues, you do see some love between them, but it's it's clear she wants to move on. Yes. But again, I just think that it's such a it was such a like a lunch bag letdown with that storyline too. Like they just kind of watched it just like slowly like melt. Like, out, yeah. You know, Salvador Dali's like clocks. Like it's just like it just like fizzled, what and then imagery. It just like it just was there, <laughs> and then it was like I think we should leave. You can take sweet sweet franchise. Bye. Like it like it just ended. You know, beautiful imagery, oh, Sarah. I've got more, but let's let's jump right into rewatchability here. <laughs> okay, so my rewatchability is Chemistry Two, Storyline Two Point Two, Thirst Factor Two, Imagination Two Point Three, Soundtrack Two, Cheese One Point Five for an overall score of two out of five. Oh my God, Sarah is mean about this film. Oh, I'm sorry. I've got well, I agree with you on chemistry. I've got a two point five for chemistry. I've got a three point five for storyline. I got a 3.2 for Thirst Factor. Imagination, I've actually got a four. Why? Because I feel like it's just different. It's quirky. It's odd. Okay. We have a 
a middle-aged Aaron Eckhart, <laughs> who's a bank HR manager who hates his life and his wife's cheating. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how many stories are told quite like that. All right. Soundtrack 2.5, cheese. You're giving it higher, aren't you? Of course. Yeah, because we have opposite ideas of what cheese is. 4.1 on the I cheese. I knew you were going to do for that. For an overall score of 3.3 out of 5. All right, all right. Which is acceptable. Mm-hmm. This has been the rom-com rewind of Meet Bill. If you would like to meet us, you can do so on social media, <laughs> uh, on Instagram at romcom rewind on TikTok. So many of our conversations with the RCR fam continue on on our socials. So if you want to be a part of that, we would love to have you. Uh, throw us a follow, send us a DM, and as well, if you're this far into the pod, you probably liked a little bit of what you heard. Please leave us a five star review wherever you are listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>